This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham here, your host. And have I got a great guest for you today. Uh, today, we are doing an Ask the Expert interview with Melody and Owen from founder of Author Nation. So Melody, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me, Michelle. I'm excited to be here. You are so welcome. Well, what's really cool is that we've actually got to meet in person and give each other a hug in real life over the last few years, which is we actually met in person before we met online. How weird is that? That doesn't happen anymore, does it? No, that's so unusual, isn't it? But it's true. That's I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's funny because now everyone we meet, we meet online first and then we meet in real life. But we actually got to meet in real life first, which was super cool. We used to go to the same networking events and with Dynamic Women, which was super awesome. We've spoken at conferences together. We've spoken on stages together. And it's been a lot of fun. And um, let me tell you a little bit more about Melody, guys. She's the leader, the go-to the go-to expert for speakers and uh, leaders and entrepreneurs to um, help them uh, help her, help them pull out their expertise and put them into a book and finish writing that book and then build their business and take that business to the next level. And so she does the publishing of the book. She does helps you with the writing of the book and she helps you with getting a book that people actually want to read and, and review and recommend to other people. And so she is the go-to person on all of those things. And she's created a community called Author Nation and a podcast called Author Nation. So um, so many great things we're here to dive into today. But Melody, before we do that, why don't we just dive right in with like, why become why helping authors like what what made you be so passionate about helping, uh, helping, helping leaders and speakers become authors? Yes, I think the truth is I'm addicted to story. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> I like that's the truth. And and I'm not I, I love fiction and I read fiction. But I actually don't help any fiction authors with their stories because I'm fascinated with real stories. I'm absolutely fascinated with everyone else's life. But I guess I don't want to be that nosy neighbor. So instead, what I do is I help people who've lived interesting, fascinating, you know, um, challenging, inspirational lives and have an expertise bring their stories to the forefront and actually integrate it into their business, whether they're writing memoir or a business book or a self-help book. Cause some people think, well, I'm writing a business book. So I don't need a storyteller. Oh no, you need a storyteller, right? We need to tell those stories, your stories, your client stories. We need to dig into people's lives so that when people are reading the book, they're excited about it. They see themselves in the story. They see a path to their own future. And that's the key to having a book that is that people read, review, and recommend. It's not an information dump. It's about all those other factors. And so that's why I do what I do. Ooh, I love that, especially at the business books and actually bringing that storytelling into the business books because there is so much story around it, yet we feel like we need to, I think, 
need to get to the facts and need to get to get to the business part of it. But I think some of those lessons are actually like um in involved in the book. Like I think back to like one of my favorite like all-time books is The Selling Prophecy by James Redfield. And um got to speak on a stage with him just recently, which was super cool. Oh. It was a virtual stage, but we were like on the same stage. So to me, that was like, ah, so cool. And that's so exciting, right? Yeah. So exciting. I mean, I think about that book and that book has got like so many business lessons in it, yet it's like an entire, it's all a story. (laughs) It's all a story. And I think that was like so well done, um, the way he's, he'd been able to do that. So it's not just like, this is step one, step two, you know, like think about some of the business books I think about, like, like so boring. <laughs> so boring. And story is what connects us. Story is what heals us. Story is what teaches us. So story, actually, if you think about it, it's embedded in our human existence. Mm-hmm. And without it, you know, even think way back, you know, you know, people, you know, the tribe around the fire, you know, it's like teaching them lessons about you know, they went on the hunt and they met this beast that you need to stay away from. And, you know, so, so story is really embedded in, in who we are as human beings. Mm, so true. I just saw um, a really great play in Vancouver at Granville Island with my mom. Um, it was called Rubba Boo. And it was um, by Andrea Menard. And she, I met her through Canadian Association of Professional Speakers and we ended up booking her on some podcasts. And so I went to watch her play and it was this exactly that it was like a rubber boo is like a, a, a meaty like stew and so it's got a little bit of like everything in it so this like play had like legend and storytelling and it also had like really amazing um uh like uh, amazing music in it too and just it was like this whole like experience right and then by the end she had the audience involved too and the audience was singing and it was really cool so i i, I think i think of that like that was the first thing that came to my mind as you were sharing like how you want to like have your book like resonate with people like that was just it was like a such a good it's and rubber boo is such a good like word for it so it's like a stew like it's a stew it's got a little bit of everything in it all and it's around that fire and the tribe was around the fire it was super cool and there it is how did she pull you all in to be you were all singing you were together one unit people who didn't even know each other coming in and at the end you are one unit singing together if authors can do that in their books, they have won, right? They have, you know, they've done right. Yeah. yeah so cool. I think of, um, what's the other book? The, um, you know, she goes to, she goes to three different countries. Italy is one of them. Pray love. Yes. Eva free, pray love. I'm like, think about all the people that have been like united because of that book, because they're on that same sort of like Eve pray love journey. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's so cool. Love it. Um, what's your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book. Oh, I have so many. I um I really like Seth Godin for business books. Yeah. He's, you know, he, I, I just love how he does business. I love how he packages books. So I think, you know, pick any Seth Godin book. And oh. That's probably one of my favorites. And then I actually really like literature as well. So I studied literature in university. And so I love uh, Jane Eyre and like kind of the old classics, you know, even like Heart of Darkness, Joseph Conrad, like that, that kind of thing. I like Ernest Hemingway. I mean, he's sexist, misogynist, horrible human being, but I love his writing. (laughs) Isn't that terrible? Um, So there, you know, I like the literary classics. And the other thing I really like are cozy mysteries. I love Louise Penny, that kind of like just fun, relaxed, you know, 
you know, I want to call it a guilty pleasure, like just just hang out, feed up, glass of wine, enjoy a good mystery. So my reading and my favorites are all over the place. Mm -hmm. I love it. And so when you're working with your mostly because you work with speakers and entrepreneurs, are they mostly business related books then? Yes, absolutely. So I work with academics, people in the medical world, speakers, entrepreneurs, podcasters, anyone with a level of expertise and a set of, you know, a you know, set of knowledge, right, that they want to impart in a way that makes it really readable. Yes. In fact, we were voted uh, best for early stage nonfiction. Um, we named named it by a book linker. So that was really exciting this year. We've only been around I've been in publishing forever, but Author Nation is kind of a newer, a newer business. And we were already named uh, best in early stage nonfiction just because we're so good at pulling out all the best bits of a person and getting them to put it in the book. Right. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Congratulations. That's huge. It was. So cool. So I think some of our podcasters, you know, when we're talking to our podcasters are launching their show, sometimes they're like, well, okay, well, I want to write a book. And some of them want to write a book, but they go to the podcast first because they prefer speaking. That's why I went to the podcast first. (laughs) But then when they speak the book or they want to speak some things into the podcast, can that then go back into the book or like, what's the process? Like, do we really need to go back and rewrite all that? Because it's like now sounds weird because we've spoken it. (laughs) What does that process look like? Yeah. So I think there are lots of ways to go about going from book to podcast. And I think the most important piece to think about is everything I do, whether it's a podcast or a book or a course or a workshop, or I'm speaking on stage or whatever it is, this is all content. And I think that's the number one thing because people think, oh, it's a book, it's a product, it sits in the stores. It's like, no, it's part of your content suite, right? It's part of your intellectual property. It is a marketing asset. It's part of your content marketing plan. And I think when we start shifting how we see books, then we can see more possibilities. So sometimes people say, I'm going to podcast a book. Like I'm going to think about the structure of a book and then I'm going to podcast it and I'm going to speak it out. And then I'm going to put that in transcripts and then I'm going to turn that into a book. Perfectly awesome thing to do. Mm-hmm. You can also say, like, you have, you have like well over a hundred, 200 episodes. So now what you could do is say, okay, I'm going to look at my podcast and I'm going to look for themes and I'm going to look through all the different episodes and I'm going to pick out the most important themes. And then I'm going to take those episodes and I'm going to put them together and I'm going to transcribe those. And then I'm going to pick out the best uh, lessons, stories that go with it. And I'm going to create an outline from that. And then I'm going to build a book from that. So there are so many ways you can go from podcast to book. One thing you don't want to do is just say, oh, I'm going to grab these 10 episodes because they're episode 20 to 30, and I'm going to slap them in a book and put a cover on it. That's what you don't want to do, right? Books are thematic. Books have lessons. Books have flow. So you do want to make sure however you do it, that you it, it has a flow. You can work with, if you have guests on the podcast, you can work with your guests and say, hey, I've got a hundred guests. I've had a hundred guests. Go back to them and say, who would like to put together an anthology of ideas mm-hmm. based on the topic of the podcast and then work from there as well. So there's lots of ways you can approach it. What you want to do and what I do with every client before we write a single word is we say, 
What are your goals? Why are you writing this book? What do you want to accomplish with this book? How is it going to fit into your life? How is it going to fit into your business? How does it match your goals? And once you can figure that out, then you can figure out who your audience is and say, okay, why would they bother reading my book? What's in it for them? What problems do I solve? What fears do I lay? What uh, desires do I bring to the surface and help give them? Like what what's in it for them? Because people aren't going to buy your book and spend five, 10 hours reading it unless there's something in it for them. So we're really a book is a marriage of the author's goals and the reader's goals. And once you understand those both deeply and you put those together, there's a marriage of those two, the concept of the book and the content of the book can become very obvious. And then you can take that and go through your podcast and say, okay, where, where is that information and pull that out and create a book from there. Right. So there's lots of ways to go about it, but first goals and your goals, audience goals. Because if not, you'll end up writing a book that nobody wants to read, or you know, you think it's going to help you build your business, and then it doesn't because you haven't been clear about. And I don't mean vaguely. I want this to build my business. No, specifically, how is that going to happen? Right. That's something I do with my clients. Yeah, I bet I can see that being valuable too. Even if you know you're going to write a book, but like even before you start the podcast, having those things in mind. I know some of our clients that uh, ask the same question uh, during an episode to their um, to their guests. Uh, those are great because they've asked the same question over a hundred guests have answered that same question. That makes some really good content. <laughs> um, and there's this new AI, uh, this new AI software we were teaching about the other day called Rumble Studio, and basically you can uh, ask like five or six questions and email it to like hundred people and they can email back their five or six answers to that question. So I'm like, oh, that's even good for book writing, not even necessarily for podcasting, but like, that's a really great way to like, you know, get some content from other contributors too, without having to sit down and interview every person. <laughs> Absolutely. And the other thing you can take your podcast and put it into AI and have it summarize, mm-hmm. which you could then pull out the important pieces, right? It'll summarize, it'll timestamp, it'll do the quotes and the highlights. And and that's great for book writing as well. Yeah, absolutely. It makes it so much easier to see like questions like we have a fathom attached to this call and it's going to pull out every question I ask you and the timestamp of it and then summarize it and transcribe it. It's so great. So great. Love those tools for helping us like just make the podcast experience better and then also help with repurposing it afterwards. Absolutely. Yes. Have you found that? Have you, uh, you love tech. And so have you found that the pod that like chat GPT and things like that have been a help to authors? Or do you find that people are now trying to use too much of that in their book and it's not making it as good? So I think that uh, AI can be really helpful for authors. It can help you outline a book, it can help you figure out what the right content is. It can help with ideas. I think it can do a lot of good for authors. The one thing it can't do is put in your personality, your values, your sense of humor, your stories, your ideas. So, you know, if you want to use use AI, absolutely go ahead and use AI. But don't use it to build the entire book because then you're leaving yourself out of the equation. And the most important part of your book is you. And a lot of people are like, 
you know, people don't want to read about me. They just like, you know, this, they, they want the information. They want the steps. And that's just not true. We want you. We want your quirkiness. Be weird. Be you. Be whoever you are and put it in your book and your clients and other stories as well. Put your podcast guest stories. That's what we want in a book. We want to, to see other people, right? And so uh, AI can't do that for you right? It can't just go and take everyone else's stories because it just doesn't know who your clients are, right? (laughs) So it can help you. It can tighten up writing. It can do lots of things. Now, caveat, there are organizations like Amazon going, well, we just don't want a whole bunch of AI created books dumped onto our platform because that's, you know, that's, you know, you can't copyright AI, by the way, right? So, so if you do a book with AI and then you put it out in the world, you don't have copyright on that. Mm-hmm. And so there are some things around AI that if you are going to write a book, talk to somebody about it so that you understand the limitations, how it can best help. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So nothing wrong with, with, with AI. I had one author tell me very guiltily, well, when I when I have writer's block and I don't know what to write, I usually just pop something into AI so I don't start with a blank page. And they you know, you could tell she felt all guilty. And I thought, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Let AI support what you're doing, but it won't do the entire job for you. Not yet. Anyways, (laughs) I imagine, I imagine the children being born right now, if everything of their entire life is put into AI, AI can probably just lead their lives in the future. You know? Not yet. Well, I was thinking like, even like putting in, so I was trying to train chat GPT the other day to, to, do some copy and stuff and um i put in like my link here's my linkedin profile and here's our website here's what we're trying to do here's who our audience is and it was was good it was a good it got a good idea and then um it started spitting out some things i'm like "Mm, that sounds like that sounds like it's like soulless and doesn't have like heart in it and i was like okay can you rewrite this with a little bit more bubbliness a hard fun kind of fun way and then it spat out a whole bunch of stuff that sounded exactly how I would say things. I was like, yes, that's better. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I I was trying to get uh, ChatGPT to uh, mimic my sense of humor, but I wasn't <laughs> successful. <laughs> that would be really hard unless like your sense of humor is like written out somewhere. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, it's so fun. That's so cool. So tell us a bit about your podcast and how, you know, this is obviously going to ask the expert interview, but we want to go behind the mic for a second too and find out a little bit more about your podcast. Yes. So I started my podcast with the intention of supporting nonfiction authors. That's what I wanted to do. And there are two ways I do that. One, I invite nonfiction authors onto the show to talk about their books and their author journey, because as we know, When you are on a path, we like to hear stories of other people on the same path, their successes, their failures, what they did. And so that's part of the show. It's just that author journey and talking about their books. And then the other interviewee I bring on are experts. So this just past this week, I had somebody talking about building a community around your book. So this person was a community expert and they were helping people think about building a community. So if your book transforms people, then you can have a community to help with that transformation. So those are the two types of guests I have, um, nonfiction authors and experts in an area that would support nonfiction authors. And we have a lot of fun just, you know, learning about the guest, telling the guest story, digging into the expertise. And, you know, 
it's it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. And the point is to support nonfiction authors. Yeah, that's awesome. Kind of like what we're doing right here, bringing in experts that can support podcasters in what they're doing too. So yeah, uh, very cool. Um, and how long have you been doing your podcast for? I am just wrapping up season two. Woo! The seasons, yeah. how long are your seasons? I start in September and I go to June. Nice. Big, long season. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I take like the summer off. Like the school year. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I should think about doing that too, actually. <laughs> that's great. And do you record your episodes like one at a time or do you batch a whole bunch of them together? So I go live on, <clears throat> pardon me, I go live on YouTube every Thursday with nice. my guest. And then after the live interview, it becomes a podcast and is sent out. So I do it every every Thursday. Cool. I like that. And do you find, uh, where do you find your guests? Oh, everywhere. So I actually have a form on my website that says, you know, if you'd like to be a guest, and I get a lot of guests through that. And then I, sometimes I, there's a particular topic I want. And so I will search for a guest on that topic. And then other times I'll be out somewhere networking and I'll meet someone and I'll think, oh, they would be a great guest. So I'll approach them. I get emails from people who want to be guests. So they come to me in so many different ways. And I'm actually booked to the end of the season and I have a wait list for next season as well. Amazing. So, yeah, so, so many, it's not hard to find good guests. Although speaking about chat GPT, I did, I was teaching a workshop this week on it and I was like, Hey guys, you can actually like find out who you should interview on your podcast based on your topic. And so we went in there and like, okay, who should we interview about such and such topic? Spat out a whole bunch of names. And it was like, okay, so if our audience is this, and this person is this expert, what questions should we ask? And it spat out some really good questions. And I was like, these are great. But I'm like, actually, can you go a little bit deeper? We, these are kind of surface level questions. What are some deeper questions you could ask? And it keeps some really good questions. So there you go. If you're, you're not sure what to ask your guests on a show, like, or not sure what kind of guests to have on your show, that sounds great. But that sounds like not a problem you have. It's like you've got so many options to choose from. But there's so many great guests out there for you. Yeah, I love that, Michelle, because this is something I try to do is go a little deeper. So a lot of guests, after they come on my show, they're like, wow, that was like, you asked questions that nobody else asked. And so, it, you know, for everyone listening, please, if you're not sure what to ask, go to ChatGPT, ask what to ask, and then say, what are the deeper questions I can ask? Because that's where the magic lives, right? Yeah, was, I love that. Was, there are some really good questions in there. I was like, oh, wow, I've never thought about those. So okay. yeah, it was, and, but it was really important to put in who my audience was and what they would, who they were too, so that it got the idea like, okay, so if we're talking to podcasters, and Melody's a book expert, so a writing expert, what questions to ask her. So I, I should have done it for you because that would have been great to see what questions I could have tested out my questions on you. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm up to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. So speaking about that, where can we, so we've got your Author Nation podcast and your Author Nation website. You want to give them the domain link for that too? Absolutely. So you can find me at authornationtube.com. And if you're looking for resources, pop over to authornation.online. I have a resource for every stage of the publishing process. So wherever you're stuck, I have a resource for you. Awesome. Sounds good. Now, any words of wisdom, Melody, before we let you go for our podcasters that are out there thinking like, hey, yeah, I do want to do a book too. That seemed, they seem to go hand in hand together. 
and we all know that we kind of need a, a book as a business card too. It's kind of one of the one of those things that sets you apart, not only for speaking engagements, but also to be guests on podcasts. I always pick the authors first because they know their topic and they know what they've done. They've done the work to get into what they want to talk about. Yes, because it takes effort to write a book. It's not an easy, an easy thing, right? So if you've written a book, you've really dug into your knowledge and you've really thought about it and found a way to express it that people don't have to ask you questions right away, right? So my final words, if you want to, if you're a podcaster and you want to write a book, sit back and think it through. Think about why do I really want to do this? What's in it for me? What's in it for the reader? And then take your time and plan it out. You don't, sometimes people are like, I want to write a book. And then they jump in. Take a step back. Think about why for you. Think about why for the reader. And then plan it. And think, how can I integrate the podcast and the book together? How is that going to work? And reach out to me. Call me. Email me. Say, can we just chat for 30 minutes? I just want to make sure I get this right. I'm happy to have that conversation with you is this is the most important piece before you move forward with the book. Yeah, I love that. I love how methodical that you are um, with it because I f- like I'm in the process of writing a book and I'm like, I feel like I got lost partway through it going like, oh shoot, what was the goal again of this? And having to go back again and change it up. So you might be getting a call from me soon. <laughs> very common, very common. Yeah. Lots of people call me halfway through going, I don't know what I'm doing suddenly. It's like, it's okay. I can help you with that. I forgot what we're doing. (laughs) That's awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you, Melody, for spending your time with us this morning. Amplify You Family. Go out and check out Author Nation Podcast and uh, all of the resources Melody's got on her website as well. Melody, thanks again for being here with us today. It's been a pleasure and we'll see you again soon. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.